oh, for a muse of fire that would ascend the brightest heaven of invention. A kingdom for a stage, princes to act, and monarchs to behold the swelling scene. I appreciate the silent struggles, challenges, pain, and frustration you've dealt with to bring you to this new day. Life was never meant to be easy, and it rarely is. Good luck with everything today. Hello, and welcome to The Rules of Acquisition, a podcast where we are going through every single episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine, the most Shakespearean of the Deep Space Nines. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, my name is Wade Bowen, and with me, as always, are James Nolan. Hey, guys. And Hugh Crawford. Hey. And, uh, yeah, we are getting into an episode called Once More Into the Breach. Yes, this is episode seven of season seven. It originally aired November 11th, 1998. And here is the IMDb description. An aged core requests an opportunity opportunity to die with honor as a warrior. That's it. Yeah, all right. As I have requested many times on this show, and neither one of you will, will uh, let me let me go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a few more weeks. Man. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, yeah. Your long journey is approaching its its end. <laughs> yeah. Denouement. Uh, denouement. That's yeah. All right. Well, this episode, I mean, this is a hef- Klingon heavy episode. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. I I I liked it okay. Yeah. They yeah, I liked it too. I mean, they cranked the Shakespeare to 11 in this one, but uh but uh, you know, that it works for mm-hmm. Man. Martok fucking hates core. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, that's, that's what. That's one of the, the best things about this episode is that oh, old dude who plays Martok. What's that guy's name? Uh, JG Hertzer. Yeah. Yeah. His hatred is was his was palpable. I mean, you mm-hmm. really felt it. Mm-hmm. I really liked his performance in this, and I felt like I felt like on this on the paper he was bringing a lot to life that wasn't on the paper. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I liked that a lot, too. And I think that it was probably framed in a way that he understood. He actually added the line about my father didn't live to see that day. Oh, really? When he got it. Yeah. No yeah, that, way. Oh, wow. That was Herzl's edition. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. You, yes. don't want, you write that and you don't write? I'm like, come yeah. on. Oh, and they let somebody... Yeah. Are you, are you going to change the script? Are you, are you really going to change the line? Well, there's a lot of that next week, you know. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> you're um, you're going to... Yeah. Seriously, you're, you're changing the line. Okay. Uh, just just, just checking. <laughs> you really want to do... All right. <laughs> yeah, I think that he probably had some heft by that yeah, point. Yeah, he yeah. Probably. Um, but he... Uh, no, yeah. I like that uh, the Klingons may have, uh, may have purged their uh, world of, of pussies and weakness, but they have not purged themselves of class conflict. <laughs> yeah. I, yes. I, yep. I, uh, I mean, maybe it's these times we're living in, but I just felt like... You know, Martok is the progressive left, <laughs> and Core is like, oh no, he's a good Democrat from back in the day, and you know, but uh, sure, he said some racist things, and he was yeah. a little bit about estab, you know, keeping the established regimes and perpetuating a certain class. But you know, oh, but like not being able to recall it, like did I? Yeah, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe it's uh, was it Kennedy and Nixon. I think they had that kind of, yeah. you know, that kind of class hatred of each other. And Kennedy, and I, I don't understand why he doesn't like me. And yeah, yeah. And then because you've you've got everything you've ever like handed to you like a big pussy, like you're like, yeah. <laughs> and Worf is like the Peter Dow or near attendant of it all. <laughs> He just wants to. Yeah, oh my he's god! The, he's the part <laughs> now yeah. that you Worf is Peter Dow. <laughs> yeah, might be too too 
well, too spot on. Well, I don't know I don't about know. that. P- Peter Dow is, is inflamed today that Nancy Pelosi doesn't want to impeach Trump. So you you have a, like a yeah. ang- his new he's turning on these uh, both Hillary and uh, that's what I'm saying. That's Nancy, the, how it is. So. That's how it is with yeah, the warfare. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right right slow to slow slow to go, but he's a warrior. Yeah, he's a slow burn. He's a slow burn. Yeah, no, Peter Dow's wharf. I I am. <laughs> they are Peter I'm, Dow. I mean Peter Dow. He was uh, he was banished from his homeland yep i need to get on the photoshop <laughs> he's banished from his homeland replace jazz with with klingon opera and you have <laughs> yeah he's got really bad he comes from a really sort of bad chaotic family situation wharf killed a kid when he was young uh peter dow had to read his aunt write a book about how his dad raped her uh, <laughs> so it's sort of the same thing not raped oh her God. but like fucked her and fr- i don't know he did something it, it was, it was it's cool. allegedly allegedly john's fear of flying allegedly it's erica john's fear of flying which is i think vaguely fictional so allegedly yeah let's yeah. all yes. say yes. Yes. Allegedly. allegedly i don't <laughs> want is, none of this is the opinion of those the the kickers of elves <laughs> i don't want a hundred year old lebanese man coming after me <laughs> yeah. right Shit, no man <laughs> again yeah. uh, again no. <laughs> 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 yes uh we learned from our mistakes so and that old assistant the old assistant of martox in this uh is, is dana brazil oh yeah but yeah donna brazil donna brazil yeah. oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was feeding uh you know this yeah. the big the big questions to core early uh yeah and then then core has a uh probably uh a cerebrospinal fluid lack. I think it's adrenal clone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Core, core, core likes to spend most of his days eating uh, Ortolan <laughs> with other fancy people. Yeah. Have we talked about how the actor who played Core did the voice of Apocalypse in the X Men cartoon in the nineties? Oh, oh, John Cleese. No, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, We've, I don't think we, we talked, talked about, about this it. already. Yeah, it's worth reiterating. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's it's worth yes, it's worth yeah. reiterating. So he's the best person to portray Apocalypse in media. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's definitely not Oscar Isaac. <laughs> yeah, you're great. It, so many things, Oscar Isaac. But actually, I think that if, if you're gonna reboot, like if you're gonna cast a core for the Kelvin universe, Oscar Isaac wouldn't be a bad one. Oh, you wouldn't. No, be. I guess not. A young, a young core for the Kelvin universe. I think that would be. You could do a lot worse than Oscar Isaac. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, I think the Kelvin universe is is no more. It's dead. Yeah, it's no longer with us. But you're right; that would be fun. Pouring out my blood wine for the uh, Kelvin universe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I was. I, I'm trying. I'm not. I'm not trying to be harsh on Oscar Isaac's version of Apocalypse. It turns out he, he didn't have a director on set at any point in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's a trend, huh? They, that's where they filmed that movie. Brian Singer basically just, it was like a no-show job for him. He just did not show up to work. Oh, yeah. The entire movie. That's a bummer. Yeah. He still got work after that, so don't worry. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not worried about Brian Singer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah he's, uh, he sees Le- Leaving Neverland, and he goes, oh, fuck, that's me in, like, half a year. <laughs> right, right. Like, so, yeah. Sorry, not to be dark, but anyway... This is what the fuck are we doing here, man? Oh. This is <laughs> oh, let's talk about this episode. How about that? Uh, it uh, this episode right off. I feel like the the cold open. It starts off with them talking about Santa Ana and the Alamo, and I'm like, oh, what does this have to do anything? But it's like, wait a minute. Oh, it sets up the themes of this episode pretty well, where they're talking about Davy Crockett in '49, and no, he would have surrendered. And then Worf is like, no, look, look, listen. You either believe in the legend or not. If you believe in it, then he died a hero. Just that's what it is. If you don't believe in the legend, well, then he's just he's just a man, and it doesn't matter how he died. And I was like, oh, thesis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he then he gets a call from yeah he gets a knock on the door in the middle of the night, and it's course wandering the corridors like Maharsha Ali in True Detective season three. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and they drink some twenty three oh nine blood wine and. And he wants, and Kor wants Worf to put a good word in him for him so he can go out there and, and die a warrior, maybe. Because he's got a kind of a reputation for being a dick. And, and it, you know, I'm an old man, but I've been forced out by these new mores and, and the culture wars that these kids are bringing up. They don't appreciate me for my, <laughs> uh, you know, birthright or, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, there's lots of old soldier shit in this, yeah. you know. And then, then Worf goes to... Martok and Martok has an old man helper that 
it's probably uh you know like every good shakespearean they've got the the, the servant who's there for comic relief and wisdom i guess Darak, mm-hmm. who's who's also actually he's more like uh kip or kel or whatever the fish person on futurama is to uh zap brannigan because he's like well <laughs> sir and then zap treats him like shit you know like that's that's his role in this bartok kind of is uh, uh zap brannigan's like <laughs> cooler brother right like, yeah yeah. Yes. He's less of, he's he's less about fucking everything because he he really loves his uh, wife who won't let him near his bedroom. But yeah, uh, her, or her bed chambers or whatever. But yeah, whatever. That's not that's not in this episode. But yeah, so I'm sure he I'm sure he fucks out on the line on the front line. Really? That's interesting. No, I don't know because they take honor very seriously. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So maybe they maybe it, I mean maybe they don't make a vow to monogamy. Yeah, who knows what? I don't know. Klingon cultures really never marriage is really not other than like yeah. the Jadzia episode and the and the Quark gets married episode. Really, like much like heterosexuality is like monogamy seems to be just taken for granted in all of these alien races. Right, right. I mean, <laughs> well, excuse me, except for the oatmeal face people from like season two. <laughs> right, but, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, I like to in my head kind of this the they're all like Spartans, <laughs> you know, like. Building uh, morale. They're all, yeah, yeah, they could be like raping, raping little boy slaves. Uh, like, I, I was know, thinking yeah. about each other just to build, you know, camaraderie and uh, and and unit yeah, uh, um, cohesion. They were like the Spartans without the boy fighting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, But no, yeah, I think you're probably Jesus, right. You want to watch one HBO documentary, <laughs> James, and you can't. And you're just relentless. All right. So where are we in this episode, though? Uh, uh. Yeah. Uh, well, and then Martok's an ass, and he's like, and and he also brings up this is about how uh, Martok is all about you know the, seeing the systems. He's like, oh, you can wound a man without ever seeing his face. Because Kor wouldn't sign a thing to send him off to uh, the the Citadel or whatever military school he wanted to get into, because mm-hmm. he's just a redneck from the Ketha province, from the Ketha lowlands, and. And he, that is actually how people used to get into West Point, is that you had to be appointed by your congressman. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so every year, they, every congressman got like one appointment to uh, West Point. And that was the only way to really get like, that was the only way that like poor kids could get like real jobs, like engineering jobs and shit. Mm-hmm. You're, like building like river dams and shit like that. Oh, wow. And so they had to do it. So there was a lot of like, and there was a lot of bullshit like this. So that was, I was actually kind of like, oh yeah, that is actually how people were promoted back then. So yeah. Oh wow. Cause you were either a legacy or you were deigned to be tapped. Yeah. By yeah. You had, yeah. You had like political power or you, yeah. Like a legacy, like Robert E. Lee was, but yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And Martok doesn't play for that shit. He's like, no, it's not cool. So, you know, Martok's pretty great. You know, his name opens doors, mine closes them. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that. That's the difference between his name and mine. His opens doors, mine closes them. Yeah, I guess that was something. Yeah, but uh, And I think that we that was a weird moment because, like, Worf could have just said, you're like the commander of the fucking Klingon Navy. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I think your name opens a lot of doors now. Like, but but I get that, like, once people are sort of born in that sort of, it's hard for people to get over that. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. They, they call me a tramp or whatever, you know. That it's, people have a chip on their shoulder long past they have power to do, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To placate sure. it. So, that's what's, yeah. that's my favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, at first I that's was... It's like the most relatable thing that yes. I could ever... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never beat those demons. No. And I like that about... Yeah. Yeah. Always always have a grudge. Mm-hmm. Always, like, keep those embers burning. See, that's the... Yeah, like, this is why, I, like... Like, I, I think I called more clearly the MVP at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I've, you know... Their post careers of you know obviously sort of yeah that's played out yeah Ronald Lee Moore yeah yeah uh, or the I mean nobody else has created a show that we've watched <laughs> from this writers room but um, one of the things that he does is that that it's based that Martok and and all and core and all that shit 
is based on like a very oh I understand this you know yeah, yeah. much more than like I think like that's something that Renee Echevarria struggles with it goes through the plot but nothing ever feels like specific it's all just general mm. like oh I've read I've seen this and stuff before and this is like this is how you construct it yeah or or that logic the the pieces logically make sense but it's not like this flash of like oh yeah I felt that yeah yeah and that's where like yeah and so I think that like everything about Mark, because it was this, you know, because you're expecting, oh, one time he slided me or some sort of Klingon horse shit that's uninteresting or plot heavy. But it was just like, no, I was poor and he fucking shit on me once because I was poor. He didn't even know it, you know? Right, right. And so, yeah, I like I like that. Yeah, he got a battlefield commission because he was like loading docks on a ship or something and they got attacked by Romulans and he, the captain and everybody died and he kind of stepped up as a warrior and they, they, Mm -hmm. that's what bumped him up so yeah maybe that's maybe that's some reason i don't know how klingon shit works that's why he's a general and not a tahar master or we still don't know <laughs> exactly what a tahar master is right nope nope it's like it's purposely mister mysterious to the audience because it has it, the, the weight is inferred by the mm-hmm. reverence right, right. that he's given and i i really like that i do too maybe, yeah. I, yeah i i like anything that makes your imagination make fill in the gaps like yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's like an alien yeah. thing so maybe we can't even understand it you know like i don't know and it also seems like it Okay, so like there's generals and shit where you feel like, oh, so you've led armies and you've matriculated through a bureaucracy to get where you're, you're, you're the power that you have. But there's something about a Dahar master sounds like he had to, it's like a black belt yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, like he had yeah. to take like a series of personal feats or something. Like maybe like it was, right. it's it's like that. It's like the, dis, you know, a fighting distinction. Right, or right. Like he's got the international. He, or like he's a master strategist or yeah, something. Or, or something. Like he had to like, he had to take a test and like, or something. Yeah. Or it's like nobility or knighthood or even where mm-hmm. it's a, yeah. it, you know, a commoner wouldn't even be able to do it. Well, it I, I, yeah, I would like, I'd like to think it's some sort of personal achievement. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, not and, something bestowed upon him but like something that's true like, yeah yeah you're right yeah and it almost seems like and maybe it seems like because the, I don't think they ner- nerdy ner- nerdy writers nerdy writers having fun would want to come up like at the, the end I don't even remember maybe this happens and I'm just making it up but at the end like Martok doesn't get bestowed as a Dahar master like he doesn't matriculate and it seems like a war hero at the end of their big war would have and so maybe it makes me think that is it like something that doesn't exist in this system anymore yeah, so yeah, like yeah. once they're gone there is no more right so like when core dies which john Kali, you yeah, know yeah. like you know uh and and he is the last of the house of core like they say that yeah. in this episode somewhere it's like and yeah. we know them from discovery right they go back a uh, very long yeah time. nobody who does the house of core no. the house of core is uh the house that one of the Klingons that we can't remember from season one of Discovery. Yeah. Oh yeah, like the first episode when they're all standing yeah, around yeah. and then yeah. they, they they all like when no, he calls. I, no, he's yeah. He, calls, it, he he puts out the phone call yeah. right, and then the like House of Core is like listed. It's a and yeah ha- yeah. And House of Core is the one that betrays Voke and takes over the ship. That and Voke she had. has to kill at the end yeah, of yeah. the first half of the right. season. Right. God, and then right. in season two, the House of Core comes up again and they steal a baby or some shit. I'm like, yeah. Like the me. man says, you could be dis- done with Discovery. Oh, yeah. oh it's, it's <laughs> you know, it's not, not done, done with me. me. <laughs> and, you know, it's getting better, but that's neither here nor there. Dax is Dax is, gets along with Core because they're like, remember when you were at, we were at that Duke's harem on Renal? Because mm-hmm. Curzon loved that fucking right. Am I, am I right? Dex. I, I gotta be honest. The Dex stuff was a little t- like this, a little tiresome. Yeah, sure. This plot this was the, it's this because this is this full B plot and it's the dumbest. It's not. But yeah, like, it's, I feel like we've been down this road before. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, with how weird it is to have past lives. Yeah. I don't know. I she she gets a little bit. It's more like we get to Dex talk about transition and adjustment for a little bit more. I'm sure there's things there that people can relate to more than I do. Like, you know, you know, oh, everybody keeps wanting to ask me the same questions over and over again that gets tiresome. 
I mean, I can relate to that. Like when you get a new haircut or... Or like having a twin brother growing up, you get the same questions over and over again and you know exactly oh. what they're going to be and it's kind of, mm. you roll your eyes a little bit. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. I know. When I was in college, everybody was like, are you the guy that, er- that everybody says has a huge penis? And I had to go, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's me. Yes, that's me. <laughs> yes, it's taped to my leg. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, it's just I have something I'm used right. to. Yes. No, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I wondered. If this, I I keep and I I know that they deal with this in the next episode. I've watched the next episode, so I, you know some of this is more appropriate over there. But I still wonder, like, do they get? Dish, I mean, I know that she gets the memories, but are they like palpable? Like, are they connected to her like emotions? Like, and can she get like? I think she, that she could get overwhelmed with emotion by seeing somebody that she hasn't seen in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So she feels all of those emotions. So if someone had, let's say, one of the Daxes had a experienced something that well, like a trauma that well, I mean maybe... we saw rejoined was yeah yeah well that was that the love well, was still that. yeah yeah but not like the yeah I was just wondering like about she has space sickness because of trauma of dying as Darius right and so yeah. yeah I can imagine I guess I'm saying that I guess I could imagine like I would be overwhelmed with thinking about all the times I died sure like the if you're gonna get your like parasympathetic, you know, just that like the shock of that. Oh, PS- oh man, yeah, like P- PTSD, like, post-traumatic yeah. stress syndrome from from. You're, you, I I hate to bring it back up, but that lies in pretty well with stuff going on at Discovery right now with uh, Mr. Hugh Colbert and. There you go. And not not being he, like he he has his memories yeah. when he's got a new body. Like the spoilers, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and oh, it's he's not a the fungus best. now. Huh? He's a fungus person, but he's like I can't. I know this shit that happened to me, but I'm not. He's out. He's just disjointed from himself because it's all new and stuff. That's kind of similar, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I was what I was just wondering. I was like, I mean, it just seems like that would itself would be something that would be the struggle to overcome. Yeah. yeah. I think it's not her. It's not an Esri mm-hmm. fault or an Esri as a no, character no, fault. No, no, no. But it's more of like a writer's or retreading some stuff mm-hmm. that I feel like she's said in one way or the another, another already. Yeah. Yeah. And when they yeah. could be pushed, when they could be mining it for, cause it's still juicy territory. New, yeah. new stuff. Yeah. 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 We're kind of rehashing. They have to hit the same notes over cause they're still not fully serialized, I guess. And yeah, no half measures. This is the, right. This is the product of a half measure. You get mm-hmm. these B plots that rehash old stuff. Does this just end abruptly? Like the B plot, yeah, like it's one of those because Ronald D. Moore, I think, like it's the last time he did it, where it was like the B plot ended twenty minutes into the episode. Yeah, yeah. And, and this, it seemed like, didn't it kind of do the same thing? Yeah, I think this whole maybe. like Quark, Quark embarrasses himself and shows his ass, and but she appreciates it, and, and then that was it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, and it does. I mean, I guess it highlights the differences between them because you know, Jedzia was very forgiving and fun-loving, and sort of very emotional and outgoing, and and, and wore her emotions on her sleeve and had a lot of confidence. And uh, Esri uh, is the same way. Like I don't like. <laughs> well, minus, minus the confidence, she might wear all her emotions and go cry in the shrine every now and then, but she she doesn't have the confidence because she's. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the shrine, this is one thing that. That bugged me about this. They he said Chorus tells Worf that he heard about Jadzia and that she died a warrior's death. Oh, yeah, I yeah. don't think she did. Oh, he, I think that you're not allowed to bring that up if you've if he evoked some sort of clause. It's like he her her non warrior death record got expunged, right? Because they went did Worf the, took that class for uh, right. And Man, right. I don't know. Okay. I'm just theorizing. <laughs> the way that the way that Michael Dorn kind of snaps, like she's in Stovacor, is like you trying to tell uh, you telling Core that, or are you, are you really ch- telling yourself because <laughs> you know that she didn't actually. That's yes. That's my point. She went to go like thank a foreign god right. for getting her maybe pregnant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I know. But you know, but that, he, he he went to the bishop and got it annulled so he can he can legally mm-hmm. say that she did die a warrior's death, but just because of religious like finagling. Yeah. yeah, he paid tribute. He yeah, yeah. Indulgence. He bought an indulgence. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Core is made the third in command because. Martok can't totally get him thrown off his ship. And it's like, fine, dwarf, but don't bring that guy around me. And then, then Kord's like, dope, 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 here I am. And, and then all the, all the commoner, all the 
uh, other Klingons on the ship are like, oh my God, it's the Darhar Master Core. Would you like me to suck your dick? And Martok's like, oh, God, I can't stand this. Because uh, they love the monarchy over there. The commoners love the higher, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't think it was because, I didn't think they, I thought it was because he was like a, like a very famous Klingon. I didn't think it was because of his class status. Well, it's kind of intertwined in a, in a way, isn't it? In this episode. Well, I think they're... They adore him because he's the whatever master. Right, right. Oh yeah, because he's a he's a mm-hmm. he's a famous Klingon. I mean, I'm not. I don't think I'm they, not they trying think that, to. I'm not trying to totally downplay Kor's accomplishments, but I yeah. don't think that they worship him for his noble blood. Is what I'm saying. I think that they. I think that Martok resents him for his noble sure. blood and resents him for, for getting any sort of attention. Because that wound is, you know, you can wound a man with that ever. Right, right, right. Eyes right. on him. I think. Yeah, but I, I think that the reason why that when he comes on, you know, because he's, he's a badass. Right, right, right. Or what? yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree with you. He deserves, but you know, but would he be a badass if he didn't have that kind of uh, background and and all those? Uh, he comes from he comes from know. privilege, but yeah, he yeah. took that privilege and got celebrity right. through his actions. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's like the Tucker Carlson of his. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. <laughs> Go he on. Got, yeah, yeah. The 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 Swans the Swanson food truck got him in the door. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. At the National right. Review or wherever the fuck it was his first place. I think it was National Review. Uh, yeah. But his uh, smarmy snake like understanding of what Chuds want to hear that was all him. Right. Right. <laughs> that was yeah. the yeah, so They yeah. love they love the troops. I mean, because so when Tucker wa- Tucker Carlson walks into CPAC. Mm-hmm. They they worship him because he's a Fox News talking head, not because he's the Swanson yeah. heir. Not because, right, right, right. And that's what you know. If he got, yeah, yeah. Uh, everything you need to know about Tucker Carlson is he's got a brother named Buckley. <laughs> so they come from a family uh-huh. <laughs> where the dad and mother named the two sons. You're making that up, Tucker and Buckley. Well, I know their family. Swanson's feeding you like his family. You're making that up. Look at. Look! Look it up. <laughs> you are completely making making that up. I do. You got to be kidding me, Buckley. Yeah, there's <laughs> no Carlson. There's a reason he got that job at the National Review. I guess. Yeah, huh? they were. Yeah, they were all. Uh, <laughs> like, they were all the. Uh, yeah, Goldwater people. Uh, Buckley did not get a name that just they just made up. Mm. It has a uh, certain uh, William F. Buckley. Yes, yeah. Buckley Carlson. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I think he even works for the Daily, what's Daily Caller? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh gross! Yeah. Anyway, yep. Uh, yep, yep. Martok was the victor of Felton Prime, and he's telling that story. But then Kor comes in and tells it, starts going on about the Battle of Caleb Four against the Federation and that old D five cruisers and the cloaks was new, and he had to take it apart and put that back together. And they're like, ooh, 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 tell me all about it. Would you like some gak? And Martok hates it. He has a senior moment on the bridge when they're they're go- <laughs> senior moment. That's being generous. <laughs> yeah, he clearly has some sort of de- de- degenerative like disease. Yeah, he's Maharsha Ali in True Detective season three. <laughs> oh man, is that his deal? Net? No, he's, he he's got Alzheimer's dementia. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he's, that. Oh, yeah, oh no, shit! I'm sorry, you haven't seen it. But. That's the in- super intense. Well, I mean, it's the first. I mean, yeah. yeah, he's reliving stuff in his past. Let's put it that mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, what a horrible way to be a true detective. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Yeah. There was lots of like you know where you go through the story and then like he just wakes up in a field or something and you're just, and he right, right. scared seventy year old black man and you know like in Arkansas yeah oh, yeah it's, man that's got to be a gut yeah. yeah yeah that's good stuff yeah and then cyborg has to come out and get him <laughs> dad I need pop I need you to get yeah, yeah. <laughs> like sluts of that yeah wow yeah yes. and then they're they're taking out the the base because they've got two ships going in to run strafe and then they're hiding with their cloaks the Mimpara and the Shintao or something and one of those gets blown up and they were supposed to just go in and go out like a cavalry run but then Martok and Worf both uh, get a console blow up in their face so they're out of commission for a second Kor steps up and says no come back around again and Martok is like, you fucking dumbass, you're going to kill us all. I do like how he was kind of like choking on his words. and Yeah, yeah. Oh, it added a, a heightened level of 
attention <laughs> yeah. you know, to that scene. Yeah, and he, he's like, I'm going to kill this fucker. And he throws his knife at him, and the wolf catches it. Punches him. Yeah. And uh, so then... You know, Cora showed his ass, and so everybody. <laughs> how much of how much of 2016, seven? Okay, how much 2017 were Peter Dow's tweets <laughs> a wharf no? Where you're shouting wharf no? I mean, the more I think about it, the more I. Th- <laughs> it was quite a bit. He he started that that website that he started Verit. <laughs> yeah, that was the fair. That, yes, that was like a wharf. No. That was the wharf no app. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To catch all those knives thrown at Hillary. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. every episode that's wharf centric is mm-hmm. this is this this is the story. This is every wharf story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is he is stuck in his ways and eventually he like comes around. And slowly realizes that he's like he needs to change a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's every wharf story. That's true. And oh. that's how. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Peter Doubt. And yeah. also, Peter Doubt has had uh, both of his wives were. Let I don't know what I mean. I don't know. I'm not a woman. I'm not. I'm not a homosexual. But it seems like Peter Dow has gotten two very attractive wives, <laughs> and I don't. Way more attractive than him. And Worf, uh, bet- between uh, Marina Sirtis and Jadzia. Worf well, I was thinking is about a- Alexander's mom, which is uh, the best out yeah, of all of them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He's hitting above his, he's going to hit yeah, above his weight. he's punching above, yeah. he's consistently punching above his weight class. Yeah. And and I think that Peter Dow is d- definitely did that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. His, his first wife was very attractive. <laughs> she has a, she was a, a house dance band singer, so yeah, I don't okay. know how that fits into Wharf, but playing on opera, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mm, yes. Anyway, we're talking about the 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 melee on the bridge where we find out that that oh poor core is not doesn't have all of his faculties, mm-hmm. and I think even even and that's and the next scene is or the next big scene. I'm sure there's other scenes, it's... but the next big scene is basically. Uh, mean Girls cafeteria scene? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Perhaps he's confused. Confused? The Dahar master? It opens there talking wait, about wait, Captain Witch. That scene is Hil- uh, core was Hillary Clinton when she collapsed on the 9 11 <laughs> memorial. Uh-huh. <laughs> and Peter Dow had to get on the internet and go to war with all the detractors <laughs> who said that she died or had more gelins or whatever. There you go. Yeah, he's yep. all silent. And then they're like, oh, What is this? The last son of the house record. And they're mean, yeah. And then he's like, I'm, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to spring some Shakespeare on you. And, and he's like, oh, savor the fruit of life, my young friends. Just a sweet taste that when it is fresh from the vine, but, but don't live too long. The taste turns bitter after a time. And then Martok is like, fuck, he got me with Shakespeare, <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> Which is, are those direct like Henry V or some other Shakespeare lines probably? I don't know, no. Better in the original Klingon? I don't know either. No, no, I, no. Just the title, I think, yeah. is all I don't know of, yeah. Because that feels like he was quoting something. I was I was hoping that it was on Memory Alpha or mm, something. Uh, not that I can. I didn't look it up. Yeah. Or just, you know, that Ronald D. Moore. He's the Shakespeare of Star Wars trick. I came from the mind of Ronald D. Moore. Yeah. True. Read another book, Ronald D. Moore. <laughs> Jesus. You think if Ronald D. Moore was born in 1991, everything would be a fucking Harry Potter reference. <laughs> he's not He's not doing Tolkien on these, at least. Uh, he's, oh, if all the, all the Klingon text isn't like Elvin from Iluvatar or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Talking yeah. words. Uh, and then, yeah, the Henry the Fifth was a particular. Like, I remember that being like in the sauce of that time. Like, yeah, I, I don't remember. Like, I, I don't know. That just seems like a. That seems like the that was the Shakespeare play of that era. It definitely feels like the go-to Shakespeare for Klingons because it's all about battle and yeah, drink. Yeah, and, but I mean, like the, you know, you had the Brana version that was really big. Yeah, yeah. What was it 90, 91, 92? and I don't know. It just seemed like that sort of loomed large. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So they're, they're going to get core work back on assignment on the home world. And he's going to be like a little, little Darak. I guess that's what happens to, uh, 
to old Klingons when they're no good for battle anymore. They they lose all their stuff and they have to go work for it, be a servant or something. And it's well, I think that he was like it was trying to get him some way to have a honor. desk duty. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, you don't want, but you want to die a warrior's death. As you know, Klingon. like you have these companies where the founder is too fucking old, but they don't, can't tell him to fucking leave or quit. Right, right. And so you get him like a I am the honorary chairman of the border community board right, right. you know whatever they give him some sort of bullshit right. title and let him play with yeah paper clips yeah but it's there's not a lot of respect or honor in it it feels like you know it's like oh no we i think we see how core wanted to go yeah out. exactly yeah because <laughs> then they're going to be chased back and they're doing their cavalry raid and the defiant is waiting back at the oh. Oh shit! I just realized this is very reminiscent to my, and it comes before it, of my favorite Sopranos episode, the one where Burt Young, Bobby Bacala's dad, has to like wants to take that last hit because he's dying of cancer. Yeah, and he's like, I want to do it. I can get him. He, he trusts me. I can get close. And Tony does it, and Bobby's like, my my dad. He's you know like it, that's a great episode. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. Wow. What if? What if? What if they just? What if the Sopranos was ripping? And <laughs> I've started slifting on the other side of that argument. But if they started directly, if, if Sopranos were just ripping, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But well, I think that it's a trope. It's a common story. <laughs> sure, yes, yeah. it's a, I mean, it's definitely a common plot. Yes. Right. Yeah. The Blaze of Glory plot. I'm sure they probably did it. Like there was the shootest, right? John <laughs> yeah, Wayne's last yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's Unforgiven. Of... It's a western. It's a western. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a Western trope, yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's not surprising that they drag that no, <laughs> Star Trek yes. Deep Space Nine takes an old, <laughs> well-worn trope and drags that out here. Yeah, yeah. It's a story as old as Davy Crockett himself. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, because then Worf's yeah. going to jump on the grenade or whatever and divert the the Jem'Hadar fleet against him. And they even call back at the beginning of, uh, they, they just drop little things in here that work pretty well. Like, nobody else is fit to do it. This ship's out of commission. The Ning Tao, Captain Lurkin of the Ling Tao, before they do the Mean Girl scene, when they're walking in, they're like, that guy needs to learn how to keep formation. He's too young and inexperienced. And so when they're like, well, somebody has to sacrifice themselves to block the Jim and R from going, Worf says, well, it has to be me because these ships don't work. And Captain Lurkin is too inexperienced. So... I'm the only one that can do it, and you know I will die for this glory, you know, and everything. And so they're going to do that, and then then Duroc has like another little Shakespeare moment with Core, where they're like, which also are, makes me feel like current events, like. Children are the promise of the future, you know. Teach them well and let but them But they, they don't have any joy for the, uh, they don't observe the glory of our past, but they're, mm-hmm. they're quick to judge, but slow to forgive. You know, like everybody canceled on Twitter, <laughs> or or I don't know, just make America make Klingon great again. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh huh. And then Kor's like, "Well, the key is to." He's busy. Oh, sorry. Good. He's busy. They made Captain Marvel a girl. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know the yeah yeah. So, and then uh, such a man would not be able to do it unless he were very certain. And I'm gonna do uh, torpedoes, and I know how to do it. And and he says, "Core." Son of Rhinar. He then he hypo sprays Worf and says, "I'll see you at Stovacor, and I will, I will, I will find your beloved and say Jadzia and say goodbye and live well and dream of large women." Sorry, that's neither here nor there. Uh, and then they go to the bridge and they all think Worf is gonna die. And then Worf says, "No, it is not me. It is Core out there." And Durak is like, "Well, here's some blood wine and." Martok is like, on the bridge? That's so uncouth. And he's like, uh, if they succeed, you can drink to their courage. And if they fail, well, you can also drink to their courage. Mm. And then they lose contact. And so, you know, we don't get... Cert- I, I, I refuse to believe in a Klingons that are dainty about drinking on the job. Yeah, it was a little weird, right? I don't know. I was like, I don't. this strikes me as Klingons aren't dainty about their... Right. Martok is like, like no, I'm going to have to report you to HR if you keep showing, you know, like that or I don't know. They don't, they don't seem to be a drug testing organization. Right. So. Martok is just like, when you're driving in my car and I'm driving, you can't eat. I don't know. I don't care if we stop at McDonald's. We're going to pull over. <laughs> and yeah, we so. don't get any actual confirmation that Core is dead. They just lose contact. So they're like, oh, he's such a hero. He did it. 
For all we well, know, like, he just... I think five weeks after this, John Kuliko died, so... Right, right. well... So, uh, yeah, but yeah. <laughs> he could I mean, be just like, oh, I totally just uh, surrendered when I got there and, and, and cut a deal. Mm. We don't know, but, I mean, he probably didn't. So, yeah. And then they sing. Depends on whether you want to believe in the legend of Kor or not. Right, exactly. Then they sing a song. Yes, they do. That I wrote down. <laughs> did you write down all the words of the song? I did. My, y'all can talk while I sing. <laughs> I was. I was really. I, I really. Uh, I heard the song and I was like, I bet you we'll get a good rendition of this. I forgot the tune mm-hmm. again. I'm fucking it up. All right, James, you got to put a sick beat behind that whenever and re- <laughs> do a remix. I'll work, I'll work on that. Okay, stop me. Uh, I. I that, that's how it is. <laughs> I wonder if we could do. That, that I wonder when this, when our podcast is is all over, we can do like a supercut of every time Wade spoke in Klingon <laughs> and see mm-hmm. if, how long. That'd be all about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, oh, they don't. They say <laughs> Nunek a lot in this episode too. Like I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's that's all I got. Yeah. Um. I think Armin Shimmerman is quoted as giving this pretty nasty quote about this episode about his role this episode really or this season and i think it's not like i think it's tongue-in-cheek oh, this is a completely out of character and like he goes for the most part this season is about quark either mourning jedzia or pursuing esri the audiences will never accept them as a couple though so there's just never a chance for that so i spent most of the season crying into my own drinks ruining the fact that i was getting nowhere with esri although everybody else on the show seemed to get somewhere with her <laughs> Yeah. So I was That's it that is I mean it is a dumb dumb thing yes. to have Quark do. It, it makes it, more you know the, what like Quark letching over someone makes sense to me like I wish you know what if they had But is that what you want to I mean you, we're going to say goodbye to him in a few episodes like are, is that how you want to say goodbye to your space friend? What with him getting laid? Yeah. No, I don't know. No, with him like that's not the plot. I, oh, that's I, different. I know. I'm saying with the plot that you have. Oh, I, I'm saying I wish I wish they'd done it differently. I wish that Quark had gotten the girl cuz it would have been something I was not expecting. I wish that, I wish that, that, that had done not, something altogether Quark, better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish that it was a romantic sure, sure. thing. I wish that he was like a key part of the war in smuggling yeah, or yeah, I yeah. don't know, like running a wartime black market or make do something. I don't know. Something interesting mm-hmm. that's true to his character. Yeah. Well, he and then he, he has his scene with and then Jake's one scene is with Quark saying, she loves me. She loves me. Well, that's more. Well, Sean, there was a cut scene from that. There was one more scene, and that scene was between Jake and Quark about Esri. So um, Jake was supposed to be more central to that B plot than he was. Okay, because yeah, all so. his, all he really got to do was like, uh, Quark, no, you're not gonna get. Yeah. she's not gonna. No, Quark, <laughs> which yeah. But Quark doesn't buy it. He's like, what? nope, she loves me. This okay. is just—it's so fucking. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It, I, it's the plot that you give a simple character, like a simple in the burn, like a dumb character. Yeah, like uh, it's that kind of plot to have their lives derailed by these things. Where Quark is constantly, you know, the whole point of plot is that he's, you know, d- d- has clever. emotional intelligence. Yeah, yeah. yeah yes. he has like he's just incredibly clever, and he's always looking for an angle. And so the idea of him going all in and pining and moot like it's such a weakness and a lack of confidence that i just don't buy from that character and yeah, it, it's it, a weird fit it definitely yeah, is and i just feel like and it all just, the scenes are weird it's like it smacks of we have to do something with quark right yeah like i, w- that, I would even that's what it I would even buy him letching after her but he would have self-awareness that he's not actually getting anywhere right man he would have lots of i mean you don't I mean, it's about as dumb as buying into one stock and then hoping that it makes you rich. Yeah, yeah. He's going to have a diversified portfolio. He probably and even then it's a show game. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yes, exactly. But I mean, you, you know, he need you know the <laughs> idea of going all in on someone. It just it seems like I don't know. It, it seems to make him dumb or simple or 
He's only, I mean, he's, he, they turn him into the, oh, shit, what's, I was going to make a, just like pretty and pink reference, yeah, so I can remember. Yeah. But they basically turn him into that Asian kid oh. that's a, like a, a oh. horrible parody that's in love with Molly Ringwald. Oh, okay, so not John Cryer. Okay. Like the, well, yeah, but like, yeah. Are you talking about Long Duck Dong? Yeah. <laughs> oh. It, yeah. yeah. And they basically turn him into that. Yeah. That's how that was. I mean, that's that's the character's name. Yeah. I'm not oh, saying no, 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 I know, I know. I'm with you. I'm I just not, couldn't get it. I, you're right. You're right. I'm not. I, just, I <laughs> this don't is the want point you where to the producers in it that you was not being stereotyped. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Yes. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know something is. You know something. In the past is incredibly racist. When even just saying it on the face is like a struggle. <laughs> like right. Yes. It's like why they uh, in the Black Panther movie Mbaku that character his real name oh, in the comic books yeah. from the when he was originally in the comic books no one's gonna say that like it yeah. was just oh, little... yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so uh, man talk about turning a character around <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> for like the pot like yes that and and uh ben kingsley's character in iron man oh, yeah, 3 yeah. they really yeah. did a good job yes of yeah. not making them racial stereotypes right. like um, em- embarrassing <laughs> racial stereotypes right but the edgelord's are so mad yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah what was i saying but yeah it's kind of a waste of i mean we're saying all this and next week armin shimmer gets a much oh yeah you know yeah. much more rich i've watched ahead sort yeah. of thing to do with this character but it's not um you know it's Out not a character it, 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 well for this uh, yeah it's not but it's not a part of his overall arc right, his right, overall right. arc is this pining after yeah, yeah. esri shit yeah all right but the a plot's pretty good in this <laughs> i think yeah yeah I mean, Cor ends up dying, saving everybody, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So in the end, and it's it's all good in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it went down in a blaze of glory. He got the death he wanted. Everybody, yeah, yeah. Everybody got what they wanted. I don't wanted. know why they. It seems like couldn't. I mean, I know that Klingons. I mean, it seems like the Klingons would probably have some sort of, if the most important thing to the elderly. A warrior class is a chance to die in battle. It seems like they would have some sort of social, like, like you know, social security deaths. Yeah, like a vanguard, like a ship. Yeah, Yeah, like a vanguard of old people that do these really, like a suicide squad. Death runs. Yeah, Yeah. like yeah, yeah, like a true suicide squad. That just seems like that's just a way to. If they were truly in an innovative culture, they would. Well, that Mm -hmm. well, that funny you say that. That's my pitch to uh, Alex Kurtzman for a new show. It's Uh, just like the like the Dirty Dozen, (laughs) but with elderly old cowboys or space cowboys. Is that what it was called? Space cowboys, but for Klingons. Calling it Kamikaze Squad. Uh, <laughs> it will never get picked up because I called it Kamikaze Squad. Uh, it's a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, that isn't that the? I mean, that's kind of old man war. Oh yeah, yeah, it kind of is. By uh, John Scalzi. So, yeah. I mean, they there's a yeah, there's a, a whole much other, other. There's a different big, component. Yeah, yeah, there's ideas, a much bigger yeah. component. Yeah, but um, that's a book I really like, by the way. Yeah, that's a good I book. Suggest Maybe they could people. give a ooh. That's what you do. You, you, I mean, well, if you're just going to steal old man's war, you could actually um, <laughs> that they uh, that they have like uh, ana- they could have like these super Klingon anabolic steroids that could like you know make your brain sl- you know make your brain focus easier from the degenerate you know yeah, yeah. all of this stuff, but it puts you on a ticking clock. Like we can get you this, and you'll feel like you're 40 years younger, <laughs> the, but you'll only live for three weeks. So you mean crank? <laughs> That movie, Statham movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> and so you put them all on there, where you know everybody's on a ticking clock to die, but they can go and really <laughs> fuck shit up. I want to see ninety minutes of first-person perspective of Core just running around, mm-hmm. uh, high out of his mind. Well, I mean, um, or I mean, it's the op. I mean, it makes you, you know, yeah, it yeah. makes your brain back to the, your heightened senses, right, your right. muscle reflexes. It just gets you everywhere you, you used to be. But like your heart can't, your hearts or livers yeah, just yeah. can't take it, and so then they're like super warriors. Oh, sorry, that would be fun. I don't know the economy of the economy of people wanting to die in battle. Like it yeah, seems like yeah. that could be utilized by the Klingons better. Are you trying to disrupt uh, <laughs> I, I dying I in am. battle? I'm trying is to disrupt. You, you've the, built uh, an, James has built an app to dip to disrupt dying in battle. <laughs> yes, I want to. I want to say <laughs> is I want. I need you to join me. To build a bridge, to build a new the bridge to Stovokor, <laughs> and we can all <laughs> yes. <laughs> Guys, you, what do you put this on your rewatching meter? Uh, uh, I'll put it at a seven. Uh, 
I thought it was a little boring. I'll put it. I'll put it at like a five. I like Martok though, so I'll give it a six. I'll give it a six for Martok. I would put it at a seven too. Yeah. I'll probably put this at a seven. Okay. I think this mm-hmm. is about as, as close. It is a little boring, mm. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I it was I actually it, the pacing wasn't bad. Yeah. No. I yeah. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Every time every time I would get a little bit little bit bored, something would happen. So mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it was a little bit boring, but. Yeah, and um, I feel like you got punished that uh, B plot a little bit for sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. So no, I put it at about a seven though. I I'd, I'd rewatch mm-hmm. it for the old yeah, guy yeah. and Marta. It's a lot mm-hmm. of Marta. Like, there's a high chance that if I want to watch a good Klingon episode, oh, yeah, it is. A this would have to be. Episode, this yeah. would have to be a pretty high up there because of the Marta right. and I really stuff liked Marta's class consciousness. <laughs> that that worked for me. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that was good stuff too. What do you guys think the people of IMDb think of this? Seven point eight. Seven point four. Eight hundred eighty-seven votes is seven point seven. Okay, there you go. Look at that. Mm-hmm. I'm getting pretty good at this uh, game of mm-hmm. uh, horseshoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. I don't got anything more to say. All right. Well, why don't you we outro this thing? Oh, I guess I do have more to say. Um, <laughs> if you have more to say, uh, give us a call. Um, 917-408-3898. We still listen to those. If you, if you feel like calling, we'll, we'll probably do something with them. <laughs> um, but we have uh, another way you can <laughs> talk to us and join way the conversation. Huh? <laughs> I said way to sell it. Yeah, well, you know, uh, now that we have the dis- all the a lot of the people talk on the Discord channel that we have on the Kickers of Elves Patreon. That's true. So a lot of our uh, lively conversation that yeah. would happen over via mm-hmm. voicemail is people yell people people yell at me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if you want to message us directly in, in this lively conversation debate you can join our patreon yeah mm-hmm. yes. patreon.com slash kickers of elves um yeah or kickers podcasts on twitter um uh, and you know where to find us on all the uh podcast machine apps or whatever uh and you know rate and review and do all the stuff that every other podcast asks you to do but for real and uh yeah do all that stuff all right yeah. Well, thanks again for listening to another episode of The Rules of Acquisition. We hope you come back next week as we go through another episode of Star Trek Deep Space Nine. For Wade James and myself, three to beam out. What the fuck was that?